Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we have had the most exciting week, maybe in Major League Baseball history. We have had the best trade deadline in Major League Baseball history. Me, Cody Decker. Over there, Ryan Horvath. We are talking all about it. We are here for BetMGM Emily Podcast, powered by BetQL. And, of course, we got so many plays for you for the weekend. We got props. We got futures. But first things first, we got to talk about this trade deadline because this trade deadline, Ryan, it didn't disappoint. Let's be real clear here. We were worried a couple of weeks ago that this was going to be a boring, boring three days. Not the case. No, not at all, man. I mean, you know. Juan Soto gets moved. Uh, we talked about this immediately after it went down, where the Nationals get a nice little package. They do get C.J. Abrams. Uh, they do get Mackenzie Gore. So don't hate it. But, man, the Padres. What? I got something a little more for you on that. And here's here, I'm going to give you something as a Nats guy that you are. And I'm a Padre guy. I'll, I'll freely admit that. I'm from I'm from Los Angeles. I grew up a Dodger fan. I'm not a, really a fan of anybody, anyone per, per se at this point. You know, I root for my friends. I root for teams I played for. And I did spend the majority of my career with the Padres. Yeah. But I want to like I want to give you some hope. And I want to give some more hope to all Nats fans out there. And of course, yeah. prospects, you never know what you're truly going to get. True. But you did get, and I'm going to stress this enough. You got their top four prospects. You didn't get their top four out of like 25. No, you got one, two, three, and four. And there's the other thing I want to say. Forget the prospect rankings because they truly don't matter. They don't. Everyone is like, well, he's the eighth ranked prospect. Doesn't mean anything. I broke every record the Padres had in the minor leagues, and I was never listed higher than 30, and I made it to the big leagues. Let's be real clear. Prospect rankings are nonsense. Power rankings are nonsense. However, these four prospects, they weren't just coveted. And the ones you just mentioned, Mackenzie Gore, obviously already in the big leagues, and C.J. Abrams, who was a first-rounder. Yeah. Those weren't the ones that hurt the most. I've spoken to the Padres front office a couple of times. The one that they're really sad about letting go was James Wood. They wanted to keep James Wood so bad. And as it was described by a member of the front office, they even gave me a list of each member of the trade. Yeah. James Wood, unicorn. 
the what was the pitcher that's like the best their their best international signing that was thrown on the end as well. He they wrote down freak. This guy, CJ Abrams, possible possible future. Mackenzie Gore, you know what he is. Obviously, Luke Voigt right now is just going to be there for a short time, but Luke Voigt's a good ball player. But those four prospects, and I can't stress this enough, uh, has, was it Hansel the third? He's a huge, huge prospect for them. But the one that they're most worried about letting go is James Wood. That one, apparently, they said that one hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I get it, but. Um... With Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams to start the year at BetMGM, both guys were atop the board, too, to win Rookie of the Year. Mm -hmm. So, But, yeah, James Wood, hearing great things. He's like 18 years old, so we'll see. But, I mean, the Padres got Juan Soto, who's 20 years old. And Josh Bell. And Josh Bell, who, man, had three great at-bats. He's hitting over 300. He's great. They get Brandon Drury, who uh, hit a grand slam the other night. They get Josh Hader, who I know the ERA is over four. It's kind of skyrocketed after I bet him to win Cy Young. Hey, man. man, He still leads Major League Baseball in saves. They get um, Taylor Rogers. Like, I love what they got. And they extended Joe Musgrove. And I think they got a good deal on that as well. So that's why they went 18 to one. Went from 18 to one to 10 to one to win the World Series. What a week. Just what a week. And by the way, other small little moves they made. Cam Gallagher is a backup catcher. That's a that's some good catching depth that they got out of Kansas City. And they gave up a former first rounder himself and Brent Rooker over to Kansas City for that. But here's the thing. I, before we get into it, we're, we're, we're going to talk about the winners. And obviously, the winner was the Padres. We, anyone who says differently is a crazy person. But, but a, couple other, teams, a couple teams did get better, though. There's oh, a couple yeah. moves I really like. But yeah, the Padres, they're, they're a uh, MLB the show mm-hmm. team now, man. They're, yeah, they're they, they did it. They did it. Uh, the Yankees, I would say, got better, except one major thing. And no one's been able to convince me otherwise. In fact, Everyone that I've asked to convince me otherwise has actually sided with me saying, yep, I don't get it either. The I know Jordan Montgomery going. trade makes no sense. It makes, Bader? Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Bader is a very good center fielder, obviously, but he's already hurt. And I know they're hoping they get him back for the, uh, for the playoff run, but he's not much of a bat. And again, the Yankees don't need bats. They need arms. This, and I asked Sean Heyman on our other podcast, big time baseball, make sense of this and his direct quote was i can't but this just tells you everything that the yankees thought of jordan montgomery it's it was more like like you know with with harrison bader he's a nice piece to have but they didn't really need a center fielder they did you know it's great to have an extra defender as an option when we get into the postseason but like you said right now he's on the il and why they expect them well they expect him to come back I remember I was interning. I was covering the Chicago Bulls, and granted, he was seven foot tall, and it's a completely different sport. But I was there when Joakim Noah was dealing with plantar fasciitis. That's nothing to f with that injury right there, mm-hmm. man. So you don't even know what he's going to look like, how he's going to move. Um, I didn't like that move. I didn't like moving an arm in Jordan Montgomery. Me neither. I do like them getting another lefty in Benatendi. I do like them getting another starter in Frankie Montez. Who thank God for him that he gets out of Oakland. Uh-huh. And I do like them getting some bullpen help. But I completely agree. I don't, I wouldn't consider, I mean, I guess they're a winner at the deadline. They got a little bit better, but I, I thought they could have did more. What are your thoughts? I'm concerned about the Montas trade. I'm glad they picked him up, but I would feel better about it if they also kept Montgomery. Because uh, Montas has been hurt this year with the shoulder issues. Shoulder issues scare me. This is yeah. a team that's trying to win the pennant, and you not only got rid of a sh- fairly good lefty who's been having a very good year, you picked up one instead who's been on the I.L., 
It doesn't mean I don't, wouldn't rather have, and trust me, I, of the two, I'd rather have Montas, but I'd rather have a healthy yeah. Montas. No, I completely agree, man. So, you know, they got a little bit better, but the team that I'm really excited for is the team we've been excited for all year. They had a nice little 14-game win streak. Then they kind of fell apart, but I love what they did at the deadline, adding Luis Castillo, and that's that's the Mariners. That's the starter that the Yankees wanted, Luis Castillo. So Seattle steals him away. Uh, they get a backup catcher. They get an extra bat in Jake Lamb. They get some more pitching depth coming over with Matthew Boyd. I, I love what the Mariners did, man. I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series, but I wouldn't want to face them in the postseason. Would you with that, with that rotation, with that bullpen, with all those bats? I like that. Listen, um, yeah, this rotation's looking good. You know, Gilbert has been amazing this year. Um, uh, picking up, like you just said, uh, Castillo. I mean, what what a move. And they gave up quite a bit for him. And I know people, I know he's got a 404 right now, but Robbie Ray for his last nine starts. And I'm going to say nine starts because his last two starts have been bad. Yeah. Both against Houston. Both times got knocked out by the after three innings. Yeah. Tough, tough outings for Robbie Ray. But before that, seven, not quality starts, seven straight dominant performances, except against the Astros. So that is concerning that he can't get past the Astros. But if we have Robbie Ray returning to form, Castillo and Logan Gilbert, I am willing to. And I, I know people are really hesitant because Robbie Ray's season, because his total numbers this year are not where they should be. But I'm going to say right now, that three-man rotation, I'm willing to put that up against just about anyone in baseball. No, I completely agree, man. They're going to be scary. Um, and then two more teams. I got a two-for-one here. A loser and a winner. A loser, the Chicago White Sox. I yep. laugh. I laughed out loud. I want to know the package that they offered for Shohei Otani. Can somebody leak that for they me? They didn't. They did not make any package. What? They don't have a package. The Padre, the, 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 the White Sox have nothing. All of their best prospects are in the big leagues. So they need to move like, they would need to move like Burger. They would need to move Sheets. They would need to move like three more guys. Please, probably for Shohei Otani. Like you're going to need to move like 14 guys. Six of which are currently on the big league roster. Like, what? There was no chance in hell at getting Otani, and putting out that statement was laughable, especially knowing that they came away with nothing. And you know what? To throw on top of that, forget the White Sox. Chicago was a loser. The city of Chicago, White Sox and Cubs. There were four major league catchers traded within the last 24 hours of the trade deadline. Four, none named Wilson Contreras. Yeah, man. I love him. Uh, one of my favorite players in franchise history. Love that he still wants to play for this team, but man, like he's going to, he's a 30 year old catcher. He's a 30 year old catcher and also not moving Ian Happ after his first all-star appearance. I just, I don't trust Ian Happ, man. So I just, I would like to see what they could have gotten return. Very disappointing as a Cubs fan. This team has no direction after last year at the deadline, they sell, you know, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, they sell away Chris Bryant. Uh, and then this year they hold on to Contreras, a 30 year old catcher who there had to be something. There had to be a nice little package. Maybe they, I, they, I think they thought they were going to get a lot back more in return than they were ever going to get. Cause he is a 30 year old catcher and then not moving half, but with the Sox, man, last night, another disappointing loss. They waste a great performance, a great outing from, um, Johnny Cueto. And then you look at what the twins did. The twins are acting like an organization, like a team that actually wants to make it to the postseason. They add Tyler Malley. 
They fix up the bullpen with Jorge Lopez, which I thought was a steal. And then they get Michael Fulmer as well. Um, and they get a backup catcher as well. Looks like the Twins are actually going all in, and it sucks for me because I'm still holding on to that minus 185 White Sox AL Central ticket. And I thought, I mean, they've been playing better baseball. I thought, you know, especially with the way the schedule lines up the second half of the season, they would take care of business against some of these poor teams. And last night is another example that they're not to be trusted when they're losing games to the Rangers because they only played two runs. Yeah, the only good news is today is Dylan's cease day, and that's yeah. the only good news I got. But outside of that, yeah, the White Sox, in my opinion, I would actually go as far to say they were the biggest losers of the trade deadline. The fact that Jock Peterson and Carlos Rodon are not currently on the South Side team Rodin, is, is just unforgivable. Like, I don't understand how you didn't move Sheets to the Giants, how you didn't move Berger to the Giants, possibly a couple of arms. I, I just... Do not comprehend not making that move because you needed to make not just that move. You needed to make a move, yeah. any move, anything. I mean, I like I like Diekman. That's a good bullpen arm. Yeah. But is Jake Diekman gonna lead you to the World Series, buddy? No. Give me a break, Han. Give me, no. like this is just no. Ugh, what a no. disappointing team in general. And of course, the day before the trade deadline ends, we got Tony LaRusa sleeping before in the fifth inning. I just, yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Here's another loser on the, on the trade deadline. And it's not so much that they're a loser as much as they just disappointed me. And they disappointed you too. Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Dude. I wanted, I wanted to go for it. There's three games above 500. They're still alive in the uh, wild card standings in the wild card race. I didn't like what they did, but I'll tell you, uh, just stay with that though, man. And I thought, I-, I get it. I mean, look at the teams you're competing with, but you're right there. You're right there. And uh, I do love that move for Houston though. Trey Mancini. Yeah. His first at bat with the team, just like you did. First at bat with the Orioles. It's I incredible. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a fan of listen, I don't know if this was a PR move on their part. You and I were talking about it before the segment. Dude. You get a great uh, story like that and you add them with a bunch of villains. Hell yeah. Dusty man, Baker's managing the Dusty team. Dusty Baker's there. They're trying to change their image a little bit here. I can't Trey's be mad at this player. team anymore. Y- you have Trey Mancini and you have Dusty Baker. I can't hate you. I have to like you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I agree, man. Those I have no two, choice. I know. These are the two most likable people in all of baseball. It was a great move. It yeah, they got Bregman, move. who I who no one wants to root for, but you got Dusty. And now Trey Mancini. I gotta say, dude, I'm I'm I still I'm starting to dig this Astros team, and I'm looking forward yeah. to watching them and the Mariners take it uh take it on down the season. Of course, the Astros are gonna win the division by yeah. a handful of games. But here's the thing on our list, it has them down as losers. I'm going to disagree with this. And I've been getting into fights left and right about this. In fact, I was on WFAN with uh, Carton and Roberts. And man, Evan, Evan just hates the Mets right now. But he's just a stereotypical Mets fan. I did not find them to be losers during this deadline. They got, they went and got Vogelbach, which was an, Im, was, which was an Im, improvement. They went yeah. and got Aaron Ruff, which was a good improvement for a backup spot. Yeah. You, you went and got a bullpen. Like, 
what's the problem? I, no. It got better. So we did this last night on the show too, and they had the Mets labeled as trade deadline losers. And you know why I completely disagree, and I'm with you with Vogelback, man. He just hit a grand slam against the Nats the other day. He had that bat in the lineup. I really like him. But I think they're actually winners at the deadline because you know what they did right at the deadline? They added the best arm in all of Major League Baseball. Granted, he did give up a whopping one total run to the uh, Nationals, but they get Jake DeGrom back. They get yep. Jacob DeGrom back. How are they losers at the deadline? Now they have Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer, one, two in the postseason coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGill's been great this season. So Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker's been great this season. So I got to disagree, man. I, I think they're the most interesting team on the board right now in the NL because, okay, so the Padres. You were on this, man. If we wanted to play the Padres, we should have played the Padres last week when they were plus 1,800, 18 to 1. But we waited, even though you said it, they're going to go all in for Juan Soto. They went all in for Josh Hader. Now it's 10 to 1. We missed out on the price. Mm -hmm. Dodgers, they're still sitting there plus 333. They're great. And I'm rooting for them now. Win it for Vin. But, man, the best, the most interesting price, and I'm staying away from the Braves. Braves are too inconsistent for me this year. The Mets plus 625 a couple days ago still. Six to one odds on the Mets to win the World Series. What wins in the postseason? A good bullpen, great starting pitching. And I like them this year because it's not just home run or bust. They can manufacture, they can score runs, they get guys on base. Even if you're down on them right now, I don't know why you would be. Big win for them last night, big series this weekend. I, I think they're the most interesting bet in the National League right now, to be quite honest with you. I think so, too. I think they're an interesting team going forward. I really like the Mets, man. They're they're a lot of fun. But here's the thing. If we were going to power rankings this, um, I mean, I think we all agree that in the National League, it's four teams. Uh, Dodgers, in my opinion, are far away the best. Do the Padres move up to number two above the Mets? I have them above. I actually currently have them number two three just below the Mets and above the Braves. But those are my four teams right now. And I got some bad news. You want to, you want another loser? I'm going to put on this list. Who? Milwaukee Brewers. I am. Yeah. Very confused on what the Brewers just did. They they traded away hater. Um, They didn't really go and get a major bat that they kind of needed. There were bats available and they didn't get anybody. And since the all-star break, not the all-star break, since the trade deadline, they're 0 and 4. They're not winning ball games. Guess what? The Cardinals are winning ball games. The Cardinals are going to run away with the Central now. In fact, you want a winner? The Cardinals made some good moves. They went and got Quintana to replace Mats. That was not a small pickup. Um, they got Jordan Montgomery to add to their their starting staff. The Cardinals are acting like a team that wants to go to playoffs. Yeah, man. I just took him plus one sixty five to win the NL. Oh, that had to hurt. That had to hurt. What's that? That had to break your heart taking that pick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I oh. hate them. But at least, like you said, they're acting like an organization, like a team that actually wants to win the division, whereas the Brewers seem like they were sellers. And I get it. And we talked about this. You know, they have Devin Williams. They think it's just an easy transition, him to close games. But I worry, man. Last year, they clinched clinched the division, and he punches a wall in celebration, breaks his hand. What's going to happen if, you know, they go to the NLDS, NLCS, and he blows a save? Is he going to break his hand again? Then who's closing out games? Brent Suter? So I hated the I hated the hater trade. I get it, but I didn't like it because that's a very easy division to win. It's a, it's a terrible division, let's be honest. You had a three-game lead before the deadline, and you trade away your closer who leads Major League Baseball and saves. You don't add a bat when you clearly need a bat. Christian Yelich has actually been coming around, man. He had like a 12-game hit streak. Mm-hmm. But you had nothing at the deadline. Nothing made that team better. And since then, not only have they went 0-4, 
But look who they just got beat up on by the Pirates at PNC in Pittsburgh. And they threw Freddie Peralta, who came off the 60-day IL. So, okay, you know, maybe you don't expect to win that game. Maybe you got a 50-50 shot because you hadn't seen him in two months. But Corbin Burns gets beat. Brandon Woodruff gets beat. You threw your one, two, three. You threw your three best pitchers against the freaking Pittsburgh Pirates, and you got beat up on. And like you said, the Cardinals, they've been, they've been taking care of business. Yesterday, they swept a doubleheader against the Cubs. So uh, they're going to win that division. That's my favorite bet on the board, and it's still plus money. I haven't checked the price today, but got plus 165. I would, I would bet that probably like plus 110. Mm-hmm. Well, man, it's been an exciting week. Yeah, how about this? 